Huzzah, Rangers. This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers Show. I am joined with uh, Diamond Dave, as always. But I've got a very, very special guest joining us this time around. He is normally the captain of the New England Free Jacks. He's cap list number one for the Free Jacks. He's an international Canadian. Josh Larson, how the hell are you? So, Dave, good to be back on. Yeah, really good. Thanks, guys. Uh, just into my rehab and recovery now. And, uh, yeah, giving all the support uh, to the boys as we head into this back end of the season. So, yeah, it's exciting times. Very good. Glad to have you on. Dave, how are you? I'm doing very well, Phil. Good, good. Glad everybody can join us this evening. Wanted to quickly touch on the injury, Josh. Um, don't want to harp on it too much, but is it confirmed that you're done for the remainder of the season? There's no late possibility for, like, a playoff run or anything like that? Yeah, I, I wish, wish, no. But, uh, no, yeah, that's me done for the season. Uh, it's about a six-month recovery, so... You know, uh, d decent lengthy stint out there, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it is what it is, part of the game. And, uh, yeah, under some good medical care. So um, I'll be flying back ready for next year. Excellent. I mean, you're in a great area for medical care, right? The Northeast, specifically Boston, uh, world-renowned for the best medical care uh, anywhere in the world. But I wanted to ask, like, just to confirm, you know, you're talking about a six-month recovery. You will be available for the 2024 season. No, no hiccups there, right, as long as everything goes well. Yeah, yeah, as long as everything goes well. I mean, I'm about a month post-surgery now and uh, tracking okay. really well. So, um, yeah, got in and out of Tufts, and they looked after me there. So, uh, yeah, yeah no, tracking real well, like I said, unless anything uh, extremely hooked up. But, uh, no, I should have uh, plenty of time. So, yeah, time's not there since it's, uh, yeah, got heaps of time to get it sorted. So, Sure, I mean, that's music to the Rangers' ears. I'm sure we want to have you back out there and playing as much as possible as the captain of the Free Jacks. Um, have you been keeping yourself busy during the injury? Like, what did you find a new hobbies, bird watching, or anything like that? <laughs> no, not quite. It's been, uh, it's been, uh, yeah, a bit of a change, obviously. Um, helping out as much as I can around, especially with well around the line out time and stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, we've got a real deep squad, a lot of coaching this year and stuff. So, you know, just helping out where I can around the, around the place and just moral support. And obviously, with the leadership stuff, still trying to be, you know, involved as much, especially off the field stuff now, um, mm -hmm. working with Mitch a bit as well just around that so getting busy i think the wife's happy as well i'm around a bit more so uh right, you know, we're getting yeah. out doing a few more things so which is nice you know nice yeah. to take some time away but yeah it sucks but uh said that is what it is and uh actually dad's been over too so dad and his partner lynn's been uh visiting nice. from new zealand so had some more time with them which is which is really nice um yeah he's obviously got to kind of watch me play because he booked it a while back but uh right yeah. but yeah so no i had a bit more time on my hands but keep busy and like i said uh really, you know, all into this back end of the season, helping the boys uh, hopefully can lift that trophy. Absolutely. It's good to, to hear that you're still involved with the team, you know, working with the line outs and stuff like that to help Will out. That's fantastic. Bozo has entered the chat. Everybody, Bozo's supposed <laughs> to be coming to the game. A rare appearance uh, at Fort Quincy for Bozo, so very, very excited for that. Um, let's talk about, you know, rugby coaching is something that you are involved in. You are, you, you know, you, you coach on the side a little bit. Is that something that you want to pursue after your playing days are over? Is that something that you want to – you know, dive headfirst into? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I said, I, I did, it, uh, did a little stint down at uh, your favorite school, Clemson, there, Phil. So, uh, mm. yeah. Um, no, no, it's something I'm definitely real keen to do. Obviously, I mm. uh, helped that around a bit with Boston around the, the women's scene as well. So, yeah, just something uh, getting more and more involved every year and hopefully connect with the Free Jacks, do some stuff, uh, you know, over the off-season around that too. So, yeah, definitely something, I guess, uh, eventually, you know, full focus on playing and, 
and making the most of that um, for at least you know the next few years or so. And then uh, when uh, when the time comes to hang up the boots, it's something I definitely want to get into. You know, it's something I've had a bit of a passion for. You know, a bit mm-hmm. of a now. I think it's just something. Yeah, you know, learning with it's good having Scott and Mike and stuff. You know, just so the the young brains and enthusiastic around that. So yeah, there's always like little bits and stuff I, I try to pick up on this. You know, to just see what they're doing and stuff, and hopefully. My knowledge, I guess, post game will transfer transfer into some good coaching. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes, and that's definitely something I'm interested in. I think Clem Suggs is a great case uh, to look at as an, at Josh. You truly being an excellent coach because since you departed, you know, the mighty Carolina Gamecocks have beaten them every single time that they've played. So uh, I think they need your help. I don't know if they can afford you at this point, but uh, they should. I think should those, look- all that money, the NIL deals they were paying to uh, for the game game calls, wasn't it? I think they, <laughs> all of a sudden they used to ninety thousand dollars or something, and they're pouring my money into it. I heard. Mm, well, you know, it, you know, you, the money's the name of the game, so it, it is sure what is. it is, right? Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, you. You're a bit of a coffee snob. Tell us uh, what is salty coffee? What the hell is that? Like, <laughs> oh no, it's a bit of a. A bit of a Instagram page, I guess I uh, started up uh, just post COVID. Really, I don't know. Yeah, really into my coffee, especially coffee, um, salty coffee snap. Salty just came from a word with a few of the boys, Mitch Wilson, and that. You know, just we'll mm-hmm. go for a salty one, just being a good cup of Joe and stuff, and just sort of it just sort of stuck. So um, yeah, it's just something I do on the side for a bit of fun. To be honest, I haven't been that active on the account, but appreciate the follow, guys. Maybe I'll have to spark it back up. But <laughs> yeah, just uh, coffee shops when I come up. Hopefully, take a few snaps and just for memes put it up yeah very good i highly recommend everybody check that out give the uh, the handle one more time on instagram so people can follow you oh it's just at salty coffee snaps or one word there you go so yeah, everybody check it out uh, make sure you're following that uh, if you're a coffee lover or just a josh larson lover i highly recommend following that one uh uh I wanted to be fancy like you, Josh, and I, I ordered a flat white at the local Dunks, and the cashier gave me a hand mirror <laughs> and told me to turn around for my flat white. So, it yeah, didn't I quite work even, out too well. Yeah, even if they gave it a good crack, I don't know. You know, I know a lot of people love Duncan in the area, and yeah, but yeah, geez, I haven't seen many too many good flat whites from uh, Duncan. So stick yeah, to I your cold brews go there, and yeah, a can't fancy go wrong. place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that diluted coffee concentrate cold brew you know it's got it's got caffeine in it you can see you can, you can certainly does, say it that it's got the drugs you know the does it have everything else maybe not yeah i mean quincy has a connection with dunkin donuts being like that's where it was founded in so i could see down the road dunkin donuts being on the jersey you know i think that would look really really good josh i know that you're you're turning your nose up right now as i'm speaking about this but yeah, yeah no, that'd uh, be awesome i remember you guys running a bit of a show that was one of the one of the favorites for the sponsors in front of the jersey wasn't it yeah man yeah. or somewhere yeah, yeah good so. but um what's your impressions of the team now that you're observing from the sidelines as opposed to in the thick of it yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's obviously quite a lot different. Obviously just the intensity of our trainings. I think you know, being out there at the start of the year through preseason as well, you know, obviously you know it's intense, but you know, when you're sitting back on the sideline on a day two heavy day session, you know, George Petrakos and Ricky running you know, running stuff on the sidelines and you know, we've got forty plus players in the squad, just just some real depth around the place. So there's a lot more competition, so the intensity of training's right up. So yeah, I guess just sitting on the sidelines you just go, Wow, you know, you just notice that level, you know, every Every year, it's kind of stepped it up, but it's um, she's in full force. So uh, yeah, no, it's just just the intensity of trainings. I think it's just the operation side. Then, like I said, TK and having some of these extra guys and really good S and C crew, and you know, just seeing all that operation. You now you just sort of sit back and go, wow, you know, we're we're pretty fortunate in this position. So 
you know, none of us take it for granted, but, you know, when you're from the sidelines, you really notice all that and all the hard work that goes into it. So, yeah, it's good. That's great. I wanted to ask really quickly, um, you know, Mitch Jacobson has now taken up that leadership mantle for the Free Jacks in your absence there. What is his leadership style like and why is he the ideal guy to be the current captain for the Free Jacks? Yeah, Mitch is, uh, oh, first of all and foremost, as, as most Free Jacks, um, all the Free Jacks boys, you know, just, just a top bloke, really good guy. Um, yeah, connects a lot, really well with a lot of the boys and stuff. And he, he's just got great experience. He's obviously quite a, quite a youthful team, quite a young team. You know, he's a bit more of an older head. Um, he's got one, he's got the experience. He's a real, I guess his leadership style is really sort of follow me, you know, really mm-hmm. drive standards. Um, he's the first to put his hand up to do extras after training, just in terms of round of a tackle technique and stuff. He's really leading that. And, um, you know, when he speaks, he's, he's very direct and, and knows what, knows what he wants to say and stuff like that. So it's good. You know, it's, it's, um, your boys really respect that and obviously he leads by example on the field. So yeah, I mean, he's an accomplished leader and stuff. So it's, it's really a no brainer, you know? It makes sense. I mean, he's been the uh, captain of Waikato down there in New Zealand and also um, was the captain, I believe, of the under-20s when they world, won the World Cup there in New Zealand. So he's got a ton of experience leading teams. So it's great to see him uh, in, in your absence being able to to lead the team forward. Uh, we're not missing that leadership uh, when you're not on the pitch with Mitch, Jacob, Mitch Jacobson. And also, you know, there's other guys, the alternate captains like Mitch as well, uh, Mitch uh, Wilson, Iron Man. But uh how does New England win it all this season? What gets us over the line, in your opinion? Yeah, I guess I guess from a, from a squad perspective, you know, it's just making sure that we're playing our best footy and best rugby at the end of the season. You know, we mm-hmm. don't, uh, you know, we, we've been playing really well on that, but just continue to be real honest uh, around on the field, but also off the field. You know, it's something we've we've harped on, but we really strived about. You know, it's just it's just more than just the game on the field and stuff, and what you do off the field and and, and just connecting within the community and stuff mm-hmm. and. You know, there's a lot of boys doing some extra stuff on the weeks and stuff, and it's really, it's really awesome. You know, mm-hmm. helping out. You know, the independence plan this weekend as a kid and raising a lot of boys out there coaching, and you know, hopefully see a couple of the young guys have a run and stuff like that. So I think it's just, just uh, yeah, continuing to do that off the field stuff. You know, as much as on the field, and then yeah, just managing the squad and the depth. You know, we've got some really good competition, and you know, hopefully some some guys will get a you know good run over the next few weeks and stuff, and then you know we sort of back into the season planner playing our best team, if, if, you, if you will, you know. But it's just, I think just having that depth and really utilising that and staying hungry right through. But, you know, you can just, you know, really tell just just to shift the mentality, you know, there's a, there's a good plan in place and just sort of splitting up into blocks and and then, yeah, like I said, really targeting that back in the season. So if we're fresh, we're humming, good good, good squad depth and a lot of people knocking on the door of each other, you know, good competition. I think uh, that we'll put ourselves in the best chance to do it. I mean, I think it's a great description of, of how we can get over the line and win the championship this year. Depth is a huge thing. We've got so much depth this year. Um, one thing is, you know, obviously we're talking to you right now as the injured captain, and so it's unfortunate that you're not able to continue playing this year. But one thing that Free Jacks really haven't had a problem with other than yourself is injury. Uh, like New York has injury crisis right now. Toronto does, and now NOLA does as well. But that's not something that the Free Jacks are really affected by at the moment too much. I know that Q is going to be down for a couple more weeks potentially. But uh, other than that, I mean, I think we're in good shape uh, heading into the final push towards the playoffs. Quick question here. Friendly feud this season over your national allegiance, Josh. Happy to see you giving both sides their due. But who is taking the lead in this comp? That's from Bozo. Bozo, so... 
Just explain that to me further. So I, I think what he's talking about is the Dorchester room is the Canadians, uh, right? And yes, then yes, yes. the the, uh, the New Zealanders are having yeah. a barbecue or some shit. By the oh, way, yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. Southerner, let me just say, barbecue is not a verb, all right? It is a type <laughs> of meat that is prepared. So it's really a cookout. I mean, I'm a vegan, but I, that really gets me, as a Southerner, I'm just like banging on people's doors. Like, don't call it a barbecue. It's not. All right. Uh, so what's your what's your take on that? As a guy yeah, I mean, that was I, born in Canada and then raised in New Zealand, what, who are you leaning towards? Oh, mate. I mean, obviously, you know, I was born and bred Canada. So, you know, that that's my roots and stuff like that. Growing up sure. in New Zealand and obviously dad's side of things. So, you know, I mean, I guess the, a few of the boys gave me stuck when I went to both barbecues. Uh, and I've, I've been to the <laughs> Dorchester room twice, actually. So yeah. I think you guys should be up soon. Eh? I don't know if Q's reached out, but yeah. surely that's on the cards. I'll get on to him. But no, just a uh, bit of a balance out, bit of both, mate. But um. You know, my route with Canada and stuff like that. So, Love yeah, that. just if I can do a bit of both, it's a uh, happy days. I guess I'm a lucky guy. Oh, Canada, nice. indeed. Love that. And with that, I'm going to let Dave take over. Excellent. We have we we did have one date with the Dorchester room that fell through. So they have we they've they've attempted and we've made a little progress, but we're kind of back to back to square one at this point. Um, just to give them credit, we they didn't they, we haven't gotten the cold shoulder. Is that a way hurry up for them? I'll, I'll get I'll get them on to them. <laughs> Us and Scott Matthew yes. have not uh, made our appearance yet at the uh, Dorchester Room. How about that? That's right. Um. So the Free Jacks play a very aggressive. Oh, before I before I ask this question, actually, I just want to thank a few of the Rangers. Some of the fans of the show helped me come up with some questions for this. I, I crowdsourced and asked people. You know, you're a frequent guest. We love having you on. I've had a lot of opportunities. I thought fans w- would want to ask some things as well. So thank you to John Payne, to uh, Chris, and to other John, Texas John, who all came up with some questions for this. Um, one of the questions was about the, uh, team's level of aggression, which is very fun. The team plays a very aggressive style, especially on defense. It resonates a lot with Boston fans. It's very exciting to watch, but it has also led to a few discipline issues at times, some high penalty count games that have allowed other teams back in a little bit at times as a leader. How do you approach keeping the really hard edge that clearly is paying dividends like it's it's effective and you want that without slipping into ill discipline um that can kind of be the the other edge of that sword yeah good question i i guess for us you know that was something at the start of the year we were yeah we we're really lacking on and you know our penalty count was upwards of sort of 10 15 a game you know which is way too high to win games and so we knew in the back end of the season you know we can't be doing that so i think that lately we've, we've got a lot better um again still some individual traits getting right but i guess from a leader's point of view i think mate you know you you don't want to take away the intensity and intent of guys you know you don't want guys sitting back on their heels and stuff so we're not about that we're about getting forward going hard that's our game plan that's what we want to achieve you know um so it's just doing that but it's also just having a balance having a fine line you know i mean we'll you know, we're, we're happy to call people out in team meetings if that's just, you know, stupidity where you just go beyond the line. So, yeah. you know, we can be aggressive and, and have massive intent. I don't want to take away the intensity, um, but it's just when it boils over and stuff. And, and if that's, you know, if that's individuals, if that's a team thing, you know, we'll rectify it. But, um, yeah, it's just more just being honest and just, uh, you know, just going over that line, you know, we need to stop it. So we've definitely ro- raised awareness about that. Um, it's definitely come down a lot lately, but yeah, definitely uh, back end of the season. It's something we need to continue to focus on. So no, that's uh, it's a fair fair question, but it's it's something that you know we're working on, and I think to be honest, the last few weeks done really well with it. So 
Yeah, I agree. I've been when we've been talking, uh, I, I've been gleefully pointing out the low penalty count matches because they're also, you know, they coincide with the matches where the free jacks just feel as a, as a fan, you feel like they're just in control. You know, when the discipline yeah, yeah. is good and you're not giving up all that territory, that's when it's like, wow, this team is stifling. Like, very difficult to play against a team that can play that hard, but but keep it clean. Um, fans were gutted to see you go down, more so to learn that your recovery is going to keep you out for the of the lineup for the season. Can you talk about just what actually happened in the match? It looked like kind of a weird moment, a lift up and a line out. Like, how did that? How did it occur? Yeah, I guess uh, so. Defend, we're defending a line out. I think about forty out, so it's pretty early in the game, and you know, sort of our policy that game, as you will, was we're sort of potting up, so really putting pressure on the line outs, and it's a funny thing. Because, uh, you know, it's something, it's a motion I've done for 20 years of my life, you know. I've yeah. gone up, got my hand in between, uh, you know, someone's reaching for the ball, got my hand in between. And just as he came down, I kind of got stuck and it just kind of, as he landed, they they mauled as well. So all the pressure was on it. So we contested, I came down, my arm was sort of caught between the ball and where he was giving it and the maul took forward and it just sort of, so I guess, wrench, wrench my shoulder a bit. And uh, yeah, it yeah, caused a dislocation. So as I fell, it just popped out so it dislocated my shoulder so i knew something was on i don't know if it was a collarbone or shoulder or whatever yeah. um but i yeah soon to figure out it was uh pretty serious because you know they're trying to pull her back in and she was pretty sore so walked around uh to the you know to the medical tent had another crack at it couldn't get it in so unfortunately I had to, yeah go to the er and and do all that so yeah she was a pretty lengthy process so yeah it was pretty uh pretty sore moment um but yeah yeah it was um yeah like i said all good now yeah. so happy i got well looked after that's good. I'm glad everything got taken care of. It was uh, certainly not not your favorite day yeah. of rugby, I'm sure. Yeah. Especially with the multi multiple Mui attempts. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carson yeah. Mui, you said? Yeah, he was awesome for me. Yeah, he drove me there. You know, he's really, yeah, really good good guy. You know, because we got Mike and Adam in there. You know, they're going to be on the sideline still. So, right. know, big shout out to Carson. He was awesome for me in that process. And, um, yeah, him and my wife, Sydney, uh, to the hospital. So, yeah, it's good to have their support. So, yeah. Excellent. It was your right arm. Is that correct? Yeah, it was my right arm. Yeah. Are so you? Dominant. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the question. You're so yeah, you are so, right-handed. It's your dominant arm. Yeah, first few weeks. It's it's got a lot better, like I said now, but first few weeks, uh, and then after surgery. So it was a good month there where it was just like, you know, left hand for everything and yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty tough. Just yeah. Yeah. Sleeping uh, on your back and stuff, snoring, you know. Sydney's not too happy about that. I'm literally <laughs> opening up my mouth. Uh, same question I asked LaRue. What was the most annoying thing? Uh, to have to do you know with with it you know immobilized as much as you could he said washing dishes he said that was it was like awful trying to wash dishes one hand yeah yeah and i mean i got pretty well looked after uh to be honest i think for me uh probably making the coffee actually i wake up in the morning i love my coffee uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no no honestly sleeping sleeping would have been the worst say because like you're just yeah. on your back and you roll over and you catch it and so you got this big block underneath your arm so that was kind of the painful thing, you know, it took a while to get to sleep, you know, a few melatonins and you're still, still trying to nod off. So yeah. that's probably the most challenging part. Um, but yeah, like I said, I got well looked after, I got meals cooked for, uh, luckily for a few, few nights and then, uh, yeah, I was back to normal. So all good. Excellent. Well, cheers to Sydney. We, we the fans appreciate <laughs> the good care that, uh, she's got you under, um, moving in back into, uh, you know, the current state of MLR and, and thinking about the competition, who do you think is the best team in the West? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, you know, Utah's pretty strong at home, but I, you know, I think I think those guys, you know, they're very strong at home, so they'll have to be sort of there thereabouts, uh, playing some sort of home matches towards the end of the season. Obviously, Seattle looks, you know, arguably them and Houston pretty team to beat, but um, yeah, I think San Diego is just something I guess from that second game for the Stung. Yeah, I think uh, they're probably. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say who who exactly is team to beat, but I think. I think for us or you know me personally i look at that and that's india that's something one we want back you know we kind of got fully outplayed in that game you know from a physical standpoint right through to execution of all our skills so yeah i guess they're the team you know they've you know they're, they're winning the most games and stuff like that obviously so i think yeah. that they're right up there eh? so um hopefully we see them towards the back in the season and uh yeah i said she's all on Excellent. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to agree. They've only missed like six out of 60 possible table points all season, or, the, or I guess yeah. that was last week, which is just kind of wild. Even for a very good team, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, they're uh, playing good footy, aren't they? Good, yeah. good footy, good, good depth, and um, you have some good guys in key positions there. So, you know, they're rolling really well. Absolutely. Um, how important do you think it might be for Major League Rugby to recognize the players' union? Nick Savetta, I believe, is at the head, and they're, you know, talking mostly about issues around um, things like medical care and just, you know, conditions for players. Do you think that's yeah. an important step for the league? Yeah, I do. I do. And I again, it's it's this kind of thing. I guess people kind of look at it. Um, you know, from the outside and just going, you know, these guys sort of want to come at the league. And it's the last thing, you know, my understanding working with Nick and talking with that, you know, amongst the leaders and, and the teams and stuff. It's just getting getting a voice for, from a player's point of view, you know, with, with the ownership there. So, yeah, I think it's extremely important. You know, we're seeing it with a lot of other sports and, you know, for the longevity and the future of the league. You know, I, th I think we need, you know, just understand and a player's voice, you know, on the board and, and on these critical meetings and stuff, you know. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure a few of them, a few people look at it, you know, far-fetched in terms of like fields and stuff like that but that's you know it's down the track there's a few more immediate stuff you know that i think you know they want to rectify and stuff like that and yeah medicals one you know there's the workers comp the compensations are is a big one um you know it's looked after a lot of players but i think it's just like if we continue to grow the league and that you know we really want to keep pushing for higher quality standards and stuff so yeah i guess Ultimately, like I said, it's just a voice for the players. I think it's really important. It's not necessarily coming at the league by any means. So, hope people don't uh, mistake that. But yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I just wanted to interject here and let everybody know that we will have Nick Savetta, uh, who is the leader of this movement here, on two weeks, uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. on June the first, to talk about uh, everything that's going on with uh, rugby union now. Awesome. Um, I'm a union guy, so I am openly and staunchly pro-union, players' union, all unions. So uh, that's my cards on the table. Um, thinking and the competition, you talked a little bit about uh, what the team needs to do in the last few games, playing their best rugby now. You know, I, th I know one thing that, that I'm excited about is how much spark there is in the offense the last few weeks, really yep. seeing the attack pay dividends. But thinking about um, playoffs and the Free Jacks postseason experience how or what lesson do you think that how are they going to learn or improve on the eastern conference final result last year or what lesson do you think there is to be to be taken out of that match yeah i think for us it's probably most important around managing the game especially in the later later stances you know a kicking game and stuff like that so you know it's been a real focus for us this year and stuff you know 
Um, so just just managing the game all round, I think you know we'll we'll always know we'll be right in there and competitive. But you know you're not going to see blowouts and stuff. It's good to see our attack you know clicking a lot more in the last few weeks. It's it's uh, I thought it's probably some of our best periods against DC. Um, good to see the lineout more starting to get a bit more uh, ferocious around there too. So that's mm-hmm. that's always positive. So yeah, I just uh, just keep continue building those those areas. I, I would say and you know like I said the discipline stuffs uh, continue a big work on and. Said uh, defense is no short of guys making good reads and big hits. Like I said, it's just, um, you know, it's just probably just getting a few better connections and that, they'll come with uh, consistent teams towards the back end of the season. But uh, yeah, just managing the game, I think the most important thing, just we're in those positions, it's going to be tight and stuff and it's being able to, you know, to put up really good contestables with our, uh, you know, lethal wingers putting, putting pressure on that and stuff and keeping disciplined. And I think, you know, I think that was something we probably, um, we probably got wrong against uh, New York. You know, I think uh, obviously Andy Ellis came on, did a really good job, and, and just sort of took some really good options. You know that, right. and we were probably pretty raw and, and young, and, and that. So I, I think with a year experience in that, and just with that in the back of my mind, you know, these close games we would have closed it out. So it comes to a good kicking game, and yeah, you know, geez, uh, Johnny Poland's, you know, he's as good as box kicker as there is in the world, and I mean yeah. that. You know, he's got guys yeah. like that, Jason Potty, you know. And, you know, guys got like Reese and Spencer at the back, and now Bodine into the frame. You know, we got guys, you know, that really, really all understand that and stuff. So yeah, I think uh, I know it's a lot there, but you know, there's not really one thing. But I think that's just something you know that sticks out for me. Yeah, it's a great answer. Thank you. Um, now I get to ask the fun questions. Uh, yeah. The first one is maybe the most important. Do you think we could get Mags to play in the Old Boys tournament? What do you? Yeah, what I do think you think? So. Why not? Yeah, yeah. why uh, not? You'll be there, so. Yeah, to bring his boots. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see we're, that actually. We're gonna start the letter campaign. Like, let's get yeah. let's get, get him back Jeff out. Ranges. Yeah. Yep. Send uh, next question. You're going out to a nice dinner, maybe a double date situation. You know, you're, you're looking to impress. What yep. teammate do you trust to pick the restaurant? Who has the taste to get the job done? Uh, for a nice night out. Nice night out. It's gotta be someone who's been here for at least. I think. Uh, probably uh, Mitch Wilson. I'd say. Um, him and Rachel get around to some pretty good spots uh, around the city. So um, usually, you know, we might get a few gems off them. So I, I would trust him probably the most, actually, out of, out of find a good eatery or a good dinner. Excellent. Uh, next question. We know that JJ was the bookworm last season, always reading. Who is it this season? Who's the guy who's most likely to have a book in their hand, you know, on the plane or the airport? And what are they probably reading? It's uh, got to be Ben Lesage or Connor Keys, actually, come to think of it now. Uh, ben Lesage has actually got a Benny's bookshelf. He's actually got a wee Instagram page. You might have to look that up. Um, I don't know how active it's been lately, but uh, it'd be him or Connor Keys. Actually, I've seen Connor Keys a lot uh, with the book in hand lately. You know, he's, uh, he's either that or the guitar in his hands. But, yeah, either one of those two. Um, I think, and you know, what would they be reading? A lot of, uh, yeah, just sort of like, uh, I guess, nonfiction biographies and self-care, self-help stuff. So, I know Connor Key's really big into that, so it's cool. Excellent, excellent. I might have to. I, I have a large library. I might have to ship some books down to uh, yeah, some yeah. of the guys. I got, it's mostly New England history stuff, uh, but it's exciting. I think it's exciting. Um, all right, now who would you call to help fix your Wi-Fi? Pick out like a phone, a laptop. Who's like the the gearhead? Who's all about the gadgets and computers? Gadgets, gadgets or computers. Um, I think I was going to say like someone like a Joel Hintzy, but he's probably uh, he's probably more the construction guy. But he's he's kind of one of those guys who just knows everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
if you're if you're running a pub quiz or something, a you know knowledge quiz, you, you know probably someone like him. I think I think he'd be able to fix it. Fix it. Um, yeah, I guess I can't don't gadget sort of guys. Maybe Joe Johnson. He's always on his phone. Yeah, big phone, big phone guy. <laughs> Love it. All right, my last question. This I I like this one. I think it's a good one. Who would make the best pickpocket? Got to have steady hands. You got to be able to, you know, blend into a crowd, not totally nondescript, disappear yeah. on a train. Who's the, who'd pick the best pickpocket? You might have to go John Poland, I think. He's just quiet <laughs> in everything he does. You know what I mean? He's just, he yep. walks gently. He's just a good human. And he just so quietly, you would never expect it from a guy like that either. And I just, you wouldn't even hear him breathe next year. So I'd have to go with Johnny P. Love it. And we know his, his hands are solid gold. Yeah, so. for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Josh. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. give it back to Phil to get us out of here. All right, Josh. I, you know, I, I know there are a lot of people who are pretty devastated with your uh, season-ending injury, but do you have any message for the Rangers out there before we get you out of here? Yeah, just want to, again, appreciate everyone who uh, has reached out. And, um, yeah, I got a flood of Instagram messages, which is uh, it's a surprise, but it's always really nice. So I appreciate everyone. And, you know, we're doing a lot. Uh, obviously, the non-23 guys are always sort of mingling around the crowd or the VIP stuff and, and mm-hmm. that. And, you know, I'm constantly getting people coming up to me and, and asking me how it is and stuff to that. So, yeah, I just want to appreciate those all those messages and thank you very much. And uh, just know I'll be uh, working my hardest to get back on there and I'll be uh, fit and ready to go for next year. So, um, but, you know, the job is this year at task and uh, let's hope we're all there at the back end of the season going for that shield. So, yeah. Absolutely. I know a lot of us already booked our flights, our hotels and everything else for Chicago. You know, so that's very, very exciting. The team is very, very strong this year. So there's a lot to be excited about. It's always a great day to be a Free Jacks fan. And with that being said, I've got one word to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah. Huzzah. Woo.